Welcome to another week of Metaphys. I am absolutely thrilled to have my boyfriend and my friend and my roommate, Charlie Kessenick. Hello. Back in the house by popular demand. Back in my house. Yeah, back in there. Well, that's also part of why this is great. Our house. You, you're already here, so. <laughs> does make it Hello easy. and welcome to Metaphys Studios, <laughs> Charlie. You woke up here and Wait, now you're here. This is all my stuff. my office. <laughs> It's so true. All of Yasmin's recording gear also happens to be all of Charlie's recording gear. (laughs) That is at times a point of contention that it is even here, except for when I'm doing my podcast. Never. By the way, that's what this this episode is about. Charlie has too much stuff. My first question for you is: (laughs) It's a joke. That's not. That's not the topic. Can you imagine? Say that because well, we'll get to it. (laughs) (laughs) Will we? I don't know. All right. Well. No, we're not going to talk about that. Um, we are going to talk about labels. Labels. I mean, that's condensing the idea of what I want to talk about. I think me and Charlie, every conversation we've had for the past month has sort of floated into this idea of humans wanting to put things in neat little boxes because it serves us mentally or because it's less overwhelming or because perhaps it serves to other other people, other things, other interests. I guess that's what we're going to explore. Yes. Why the labels? Do we need them? Where are we going? Are we going to be all right? <laughs> all right. Definitely not. Um, Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I have definitely been known to like hand out an amateur diagnosis. So like that's a place where I can right. start from. Start what's it called? Um, charity starts at home, right? Yes, so like I think I can start smart. looking inwardly and be like, well, why do I feel the need to say this person perhaps is on the spectrum or like I think this person has borderline or they're narcissist? Like that's an area where I just cavalierly, you know, hand yes. out labels to people. And um, I guess maybe my reasoning for that is usually humor. Right. Um, but there's always a little bit of truth behind humor. Like are you are yeah. you want to necessarily meet people and try to figure out exactly what their what their deal is in a way that the medical <laughs> um oh environment or not medical practice would right, right, would right. deem it community yeah right, rather than just community. try to actually find your own words for it um i think yeah i think i've definitely been guilty of that tendency and especially you feel like you're less so than me well i was gonna say i think i probably from like I don't know if it comes from like reading Carl Jung or what, but like thinking about thinking about people on an individual basis has kind of like been a goal of mine forever. You know, it's like mm-hmm. not, and I mean that's again that's like what I guess what we're talking about is like the problems that come up with categorizing a person immediately as a narcissist or immediately as you know bipolar disorder or whatever this thing or that thing like the the blanket terms to me always feel like there's a bit of a problem there it's just like i get it that there are medical reasons why those labels exist Mm -hmm. and there are like potential chemical imbalances that can be corrected but i think like missing the person's story and like the actual pertinent reasons why they are the way they are is probably uh part of the problem for them is that people are looking at them in that way absolutely not looking at them like well i almost used the term snowflake but we know how that's been tainted (laughs) that's pretty (laughs) that's some yellow snow at this point let's move on from that idea 
But uh, no, I know what you're saying. I do feel like when I use those sort of sweeping blanket statements is a great word for it. I mean, blanket terms. I mean, they're even medical blanket terms. I feel like schizophrenia is a medical blanket term. There's so many different things that can display themselves in that that I just feel like they're just it's just a word for crazy that maybe is slightly less specific than crazy. Yeah. Um, And crazy is another one, right? Yeah. yeah, Like I'll meet someone and just be like, that bitch is crazy. Like. And of course, it's more specific than that. You can yeah. say like it has nervous energy, like you know, d- darty eyes, yeah. what like can't maintain a conversation, like. But it's just like your way of just being like, I, this person, I can't really deal with for these reasons. Right. And I think I always use those terms for facility and utility, right? Right, but there, yeah, and there is some utility in that. Like you and I, I think when we met, we pretty quickly realized like. Okay, so like these are the differences in how we were brought up. Like, right. like you've mentioned your dad having like very like that is a person that you don't deal with, you know? Right. And like I feel like, you know, especially my mom and my dad are very so like welcoming and like always like, oh, like always trying to extend the olive branch of like, mm-hmm. hello. And like my mom is always trying to make friends with everyone, even if they're like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but it's like, sorry, mom. No, I feel like listening. I've actually maybe. But you know what I'm saying? It's like she's trying. She's like, well, I'm sure there's a good reason for that. And it's like, there's there's like a utilitarianness well, to yeah. being like, that is a person that I don't have space for. And that's something that I've had to learn. Over so that my- is something we should maybe explore in this this conversation. Like, yes, my upbringing was very, I mean, my, fa- my dad was very friendly and, and all that great stuff. I mean, definitely life of party, like wonderful like but definitely taught me that you need to have boundaries with people like not just like i don't know like by osmosis taught me like in words was like you like there are just going to be certain people that you need to have boundaries with be wary of people who feel desperate i actually remember him saying be wary of desperate people like if you feel like someone has desperation that's something you need to note and you need to like act accordingly um these are actually like Verbal lessons right. that I would get in um, talks. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't something that I like surmised, you right, know, it was right. something that I was like actually told. And I, I think that I've taken that on maybe even to a further degree than, than he probably meant me to. I think it was just really formative, you know? And yeah, um, yeah I've definitely noticed that people around me just sort of allow people to sort of get in their bubble, maybe a little more than I do. Like, and I mean, some to just a really functional degree where they're just more of an open person than I am. And that makes me in that situation. Here's a label. The right. less functional person. Yeah. Um, but in other ways, I have seen that people are allowing complete strangers. They sort of don't necessarily owe much to to drain them. Right. Um, I've definitely had those friends that like will let someone just talk to them on the bus for hours when they don't want to talk to them. Like, I have no problems just being like, yeah, I'm really just reading my book right now. Right. So and like, right. I'm just. The, the, the curtain is down right well i think it's like i i grew up thinking like i don't know like everyone is worthwhile and everyone has a perspective Absolutely, and it's like but to and you, it's important it right but right you? does it have to be and and i think i think there's like yeah like there's like a fear of like oh if you start labeling people as like useful to you or not that you know it's like there's a difference between labeling a person well, <laughs> that could become sociopathy right I'm, right I'm getting ahead of myself I guess but yeah like there's a difference between labeling people as like right draining or like mm-hmm. just like chill and cool versus like or you know yeah whatever like people you're able to cohabitate with or then or then like 
labeling people as like useful to me or fucking bullshit. You know, it's like that's right. like the this right, the sociopathological label. But Yeah, there's so <laughs> uh, many labels everywhere. But, but I yeah. do feel like yes, utility to you and what this person can do for you or how little they can do for you is not necessarily an area in which I'm operating, but I'm, I know there are definitely people that I've met who seem to be operating in that area. Right. Like, well, is this person even worth talking to if they can't facilitate X, Y, Z thing? Right. Um, but I think for me, it's just more, yeah, like, is this uh, sort of interaction that is going to be enriching or is this an interaction that's going to be neutral, which is fine. Right. Many are just neutral. Or is this one that's going to drain the living life force out of me? And that doesn't validate that human being right. at large. Yeah. That just makes them not necessarily conducive to a relationship with me. And I feel like there is an area where you can just not want to hang out with everyone. Right. Some people are just not your jam. I mean, right. I, I think that maybe my judgments of that can be quite pretty snap. Yeah. But they are dismantleable. Right. And I feel like your first impressions are, there is a utility to first impressions. And I think dismissing that and being like, no, you can't judge people. It's like, I mean, you kind of can use your wisdom over the years that you've lived and say there's a good chance this may happen and arm yourself to some extent for it. I mean, not like, you know, freaking Fort Knox, but like a little bit of like, this seems like this has gone this way many times. And But you leave a little trap door open somewhere. I mean, I've definitely had that where I've just been like, "Mm, this person is just a nope. They're a nope. Yep. And then they sort of grown on me to be like a kind of, you know? yeah. A kind of sort of in certain situations, but like there's a saturation point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely gotten into trouble in my life at certain points with like allowing people that I've had like questionable feelings about like just, you know, overwhelm and then like just like, yeah, overly trying to see the good in people and giving people way too much patience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know like, yeah, my we sister would like to is hear names. About doing the same okay. thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. I would like to, and I've actually written them down right here and I'd like to list them publicly. We're calling them all out. Yeah, right. I mean, in, like in serious, like how important is it what people call you or deem right. you? How important is that to you? Like as oh, a human, like gosh. if someone thought like oh well charlie is chill or like oh well charlie is like kind of intense or like whatever it is you know i yeah. think you get called a hippie somewhat right <laughs> yeah i guess so it's yeah. funny you're called a hippie by people who know you yeah. but i feel like you're sort of snapped into bro by people who don't know you which oh is interesting. yeah yeah we've talked about that a little bit yeah I, th- I mean i think like for me it's like i think i get annoyed anytime i'm labeled anything you know right. what i mean i think and that's I what i was trying to get at right but th- and that's like go- comes back to what we were saying before it's like I, it's frustrating. Like I'm, I'm just me, you know, like it's like, mm-hmm. sounds, maybe it sounds too hippie-ish, right? But <laughs> I'm me. I'm a whole person. To some, I am you're not a, a complex I am not a hippie. person. I am not a bro. I am like a dude who, yeah. Who you're like maybe a hip bro. Has, <laughs> has maybe taken psychedelic drugs, has maybe listened to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon while watching The Wizard of Oz and things like that. He said like maybe, that. Charlie's maybe. mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she knows. And, uh. You know, yeah, I've done things that could be labeled as hippie-ish things, but then I also buy NHL League Pass and watch every Bruins game of the year, <laughs> and that'll piss some people off about, like, because people have real problems with watching sports, too. Like, people have problems right. with everything. People, people who <laughs> like labels have sometimes issue with issues with you veering out of it, right. you know, like, doing anything that doesn't fit in this box. Right. Um. 
The worst guess, thing for me is is music, though. You know. Oh yeah. Is, I mean, I, yeah. What kind of music do you play? I'm like. <laughs> right. <laughs> My head just explodes every time. Right. I mean, it just ends up being that like weird answer where you're like alternative because I feel like yeah. the person's asking you for your your box. They want a right? they, and they want a big box too. They don't want me to. No, say. they don't want a little refi. I mean, but you. I don't think that most people have, because even if you are in a little refined, let's say that you listen to like, I don't know, um, Argentinian polka, like, but then you also (laughs) have this random thing where you like 311. Like, there's always something like that, you know, that doesn't fit and they're going to catch you one day. And I just don't. I thought you were a punk rocker. (laughs) I thought you were an Argentinian polka enthusiast. I thought you were a real Argentinian polka enthusiast, but you don't know anything about that. But I feel like... um, What's interesting about that, you really not like liking to be labeled, is that I don't give a shit. And mm. I think because I'm a, a boundary-based person, yeah. if somebody who doesn't know me very well makes an estimation, that keeps the arm's length I kind of like, you know? Right. So if they're just like, oh, this person is like this, I'm like, all right, fine. It's almost like I think it extends the fact that I don't care if people say my name right. Right, right. I don't have this strong sense of needing someone I don't necessarily know well to mm. understand my identity. I don't right. need them to understand me. Yeah. I don't need them to like me. I don't need them to think I'm friendly. I don't need them to think I'm, I mean, God help us, nice, whatever that means. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. I think that that is part of this sort of, um, yeah, boundary yeah. shell that I live in that I think you don't need to have all that guesswork with someone who's actually interested yeah. You know, and if they're not, then we're still at this really comfortable arm's lengthy area where like, I mean, you can think my name is Leslie and weirdly that happens. And <laughs> you can think that my name is Leslie and that, you know, I get Sean. I'm Sean. Sorry, I'm, I totally derailed Sean, you. I can see. I feel like this is all people in bars and yeah. like drunk people. Right. It's like Lasmin. Lasmin. Yeah. Right. Yasmin. It's like Charlie. Sean. Charlie. Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like. Yeah. There's some slurry element yeah. to like, yeah. Rubbing they, your all name they hear together. is like the shot out of the chat. Like, yeah. Which is only one, <laughs> a right. very small part. Sorry. That was like. No, no. I mean, but. completely. I, I have wanted to unpack that for a while. Like, why Leslie? <laughs> you know, like, why Leslie? My name is Yasmin. It's um, the wrong label. But yeah, do you think that your sort of more general openness begets this idea that maybe people should just be trying to work harder at understanding the nuances of other human beings and. Yeah, I don't know. That was know. a leading question. Someone yeah, would no, object in a court okay. of law to that question. No, no, I, I yeah, that's like, I, I, I suppose you're right. But like, again, like when I met you, it was like very informative and, and like, like a piece of me that was missing that was like, to not have like, yeah, like I've, I don't know, I've had issues, so many issues with like, trying too hard with people that don't need my energy you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i think yeah so yeah it's i do yeah i definitely think that people should be trying harder i mean i think (laughs) yeah i guess that's like or not right i feel like the middle area is where this nice that i have a problem with exists i think okay hold on go ahead please. like the thing that connects it to for me is that it's like it's labels yeah labeling people as like important in your life or not important in your life is totally fine, but you still have to give every person the same like decency that, that you would give a person that is important in your life. As so far start as start like, everyone off with a neutral grade, right? Like, 
yeah, if someone's attacking you with a knife, you've got to give them an. You've got to deal with that. But yeah. like, but if someone is walking down the street. And you're like, oh, there goes another fucking hipster. It's like mm. you're doing the world a disservice by like, and I think that's where like these labels get weird. Hey, nobody knows what the fuck a hipster is, right. you know? Like, but be there's like, there's a label that I've had some some. Oh I've, yeah. I've boogied with that. Oh yeah. That strange uh, term. I don't think I've ever had a humongous problem with it. I think I've really my problem has been in it meaning nothing. Right. Like, if you want to call that a hat, then okay, like, uh, guilty as charged, arrest me. Like, but I I just feel like when I was being called a hipster, I was spending my days drinking, like, a six-pack of Henry Weinhardt's in my apartment. So I didn't really know what was really hip about that. So it was a little bit confusing. Then I was like, oh, well, maybe it's the outfits, you know? But then, like, I've seen people point out, you know, someone who I think is going... To like, just H&M and calling them a hipster. So I'm just a little bit confused about what it is. Is it where you live? Is it a certain age group? Is it... I don't think that I care what I'm called. I do care about things making sense. Yeah. It's maybe like, a little bit too much. This is, this is maybe... I'm going to go on record here, and this is it. This is my final definition of a hipster. It's either someone who's too old or too young, someone who's too rich or too poor, someone whose clothes are too new or too tattered, someone who's fucking too cool or too uncool on purpose somebody who's like what the fuck is it it doesn't mean anything it's does it just bullshit. mean annoying because yeah, actually if exactly, i thought someone right? on the street was just like this person seems annoying right i'd be like cool i don't know you who cares yeah. you think i'm annoying but i just feel like this i don't know what the, what the hell this is supposed to mean know. anymore i think it meant something once I, yeah you know right no it definitely had something that has been totally lost maybe it just means someone who's trying too hard i guess but yeah I me and charlie have actually gotten into like it's like sort of aggressive conversations where we're like walking around like any maybe let's say Crown Heights, which is a neighborhood of Brooklyn for those of you who don't live here, where it's maybe a young neighborhood, but also where a lot of like young up and coming professionals live. Mm-hmm. I think that I just I just spelled out the acronym of yuppie. Yeah. But I, I, <laughs> let's just say no one is extremely moneyed. Right. You know, but a lot of people work nine to fives, but yeah. everybody loves going to happy hour and everyone's still young and fun. Right. Yeah. So he'll just be like, oh, look, the, look, the more hipsters moving in here. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that chick is wearing J. Crew. I'm a little confused now. Like, because <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like an alternative thing. Right. But now it just seems like maybe it's a not, not 40 and works in an office. I don't understand. I don't so I don't know. That, that's Any where labels get a little. fashion sense at all is a hipster. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so. I think maybe stupid. if we live in Brooklyn, like but, you're doomed. Right, I guess we can agree that it's always almost. It's pretty much always used as a term of dismissal, right? Yes. That's he's just a fucking hipster. He's mm-hmm. a stupid fucking hipster. It's always cano- or right. has a negative. Or even if it's like a restaurant, it's like, oh, it's hipster it's bullshit. Hipster and I'm just like, what the yeah. fuck does this food taste like? I know. Like I like because I'm looking on <laughs> like Yelp trying to figure out like, can I eat here? Yeah. And someone wrote that word, and I'm like, I just don't think I know what that tastes like. Food tastes too Kerouac for me. It's like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's the it's that fucking dismissal thing. And I mean that look, like that's that blanket termery. Right. And I don't want to take it too serious. But yeah, that's what it's like connects to racism and <laughs> connects to you know what I mean? It connects to Well explain. Well any 
any person with dark skin is black. So people who have a problem with black people have an overall picture of a label mm -hmm. of a black person, and they paint, they create this So maybe they caricature. met a black person that they weren't feeling. Right. You know, yeah. and then they were like, that's or, what black people do. Or they never met a black person and they saw a, ba they a lot heard. of bad shit on the news. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, that can easily lead us into like another area that I want to talk about, which is like, where do we maybe want to keep our labels? Right. Or where do right. we, where do we think that it's important what things are called, what people are called? Mm. Um, and I mean... I should actually say what I mean rather right. than just asking this as an overall question. Sure. I think that there is a, a an area like I don't care if someone calls me black, biracial, person of color. You can call me even African-American, even though it's not necessarily accurate. I mean, as it doesn't matter to me so much. Right. But I think the reason it doesn't matter to me so much is because I haven't had a whole lot of fight behind having my identity not um, marginalized or, you know, right. sort of questioned right. or misunderstood. I think maybe the only the only areas I've had that are in being a woman. Right. You know, I haven't because I lived abroad and I lived in Africa a lot. The, the racism thing has it's maybe sort of recent and I'm still working at it from an angle of relative privilege. And so that's not necessarily something that comes up all the time, but I think the woman thing comes up a whole lot and my label of feminist is important to me. Right. And I think that's because I don't want anyone fucking with me. Yeah. Um, and there are areas where people will try if they think you're still carrying on this narrative of women are lesser than. Right. And I'm not willing to take that chance with a stranger. Fuck no. If my friend wants to talk more about the nuances of how I feel about, you know, um, intersex. <laughs> that just sounds like now I'm talking about hermaphrodite. Um, <laughs> no, no. Like no. intersex inter relations. Yeah. They are more nuanced than I think what this word now means to most people. But I will talk about that in mixed company the same way I think a lot of Palestinians and say like Israeli people will talk about that with people who understand it better, but just get very like, nope, when randos off the street want to like go into that area. Yeah. You know, they just have to pick their sides. Right. And I feel like I do have to just just pick my side there because yeah. there's just a right. lot of vulnerability otherwise. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like. Well, yeah, exactly. Like you, like the label thing is not a problem as long for me as long as it doesn't make. As long as you're still right, like look, there's why would there ever be a problem with you calling being saying that I'm black? You know, like <laughs> no, that you are black. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could name one to 50 reasons Saying why I don't There's problem no with reason that. that you can't say you're black. There's no reason I can't say I'm white. There's only a problem when people start creating narratives outside of the actual reality of, of your what it means, which is a level existence. of melatin, uh, melanin and you exactly. know, a certain amount of maybe shared features. Uh, if right. it just stayed that skin deep, I don't think I, anyone would have an issue. I mean, when you go to like. Uh, other countries, they're like the black guy, the fat guy. Like, no right. one really adds a lot of other narrative to that. Do you right. know what I mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things you're guilty of, like, when we first started dating, I'm like, you know, the gentleman at the end of the bar with the dark curly hair. And I'm like, you mean the black guy? <laughs> you mean the one black guy in the bar? I have the yeah. funniest <laughs> instance with that. I went to a holiday party at this place, the Tea Lounge, with, um, I think I was working at 
uh, Crumb's Bake Shop at the time. And like, this is where we had our holiday party. And like, someone was trying to explain to me who the bartenders were. And they're like, okay, so there's like Jeff, he's like tall, skinny, like, you know, is wearing that hat. And like, then there's like Mark, he's like this guy. And they're like, and then there's a, and the voice changed. Uh, there's a, there's a the guy with a maroon shirt. I mean, he's maybe average height. Um, uh, he, uh, <laughs> the entire yeah, he's demeanor. got dark hair. And I'm like, the, the black guy? <laughs> you can say the black guy. The I think your reticence to say the things. black guy says more about yeah. your level of othering well, than anything else. It's I, like, I don't consider it to have such a negative connotation. Right. You know? But um, some people do. On the Kendrick album, he's like, don't call me black no more. You know? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a side note. Like, it's a, not a very loud, aggressive line, but it's like, I, you never know. I mean, yeah, it's like, I, when Maybe you're outside of the situation, it, it is problematic, you know? It's always problematic when you're outside of the situation. I, I guess, think but. you would find very few instances, and this is my public service announcement as All a right, black person. Go. I think you would find very few instances, and I'll <laughs> speak for the LGBT community too, <laughs> Bold. terrifiedly. Um, yeah. There are few instances where you genuinely don't know a correct pronoun. Right. You genuinely don't know what to call this person and what is acceptable to call them. You say that thing, they get offended. You let them get the level of offended they need to feel. Right. You let them get in your face the way you need to and you apologize. Right. And they won't take that. Yeah. I think you will find very few instances. Right, I think right. it becomes a circle jerk of offense where right. now it's your fragility <laughs> offense to having someone be mad at you about something that has offended them and now you're offended and now yeah. they're... If you just be the person who's like, shit, I didn't know. Right. Just, you know, observe and report. Please come back to me if someone is like, fuck you anyway. Because I just, I've not yeah. seen that occur. No, I have not. I, yeah, yeah. That I, occurs as often as voter fraud. I feel like you're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And that is like totally the problem with, yeah, the way white people deal with it. Is they can't. Not just white people. I mean, this exists in so many areas. Well, yeah. But I'm I only do... speaking for, <laughs> for, for, the, for the whites. For the whitest man. I would like to America. now speak for the white community. <laughs> no one wants to hear those <laughs> words. Yeah, nobody fucking wants that. Gotta go. I get scared. I start and sweating when I hear Cue the that. music. Uh, <laughs> let's get out of here. Especially just if you I'm pronounce that H. The white. No, I get, I get scared. I start yeah, like, I do too. checking God my neck, it, making sure too. it's rope free. Yeah. Um, did you hear that? Oh God! Now we're this is like a full-on racism podcast. But uh, did not you, like pro? <laughs> no, no. I mean like like discussion of racism. Podcast. Yeah. But did you hear that there was uh, an article pleading the case for the white man on July Fourth in the Boston Globe? That's exciting. Let's go to our get the fuck out moment. <laughs> <laughs> My get the fuck out moment is the Boston Globe. Yeah. No, exactly. I, I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. It's hard out here. I'm only willing to make the case for we all like a good hot dog and a good beer. Yeah. And our country is problematic for many, many years dating backwards. And so it's just not the right time for that discussion. Oh, it isn't right. I just feel like that. I just don't even. Is there a right time for that discussion? Probably. I, can we just know. admit that maybe that's a peppered? Uh, I think I think he was trying to area. say, yeah, you know, like. More. Just like in defense of like, okay, more rage about this and more rage being put into the like the cycle of rage is not good. And it's like, uh, no, I don't uh, love I think, that. I don't yeah, love exactly. that. I don't want to necessarily give that a platform here at Metaphys. No, I, I do feel like I, no, there is agree. justifiable. 
outrage, um, pain, suffering that shouldn't just be sort of forcibly neutralized because of this narrative of us moving forward. I do think that that is reductive of people's experience and the disparity in people's experiences. And I say that, again, from a place of privilege who I have not necessarily dealt with the brunt of any of that. And I don't want to silence that narrative in any way, shape, or form by saying, well, can't we just all get over it? It's like, Uh, yes, you can. Right, yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah, and uh, yeah, again, I don't know that in this position you could. I don't think it was, it wasn't, it wasn't. I think I'd like to jump out of this this pool pretty quickly. It was just, it was just like, I would like to. Why would you even do that? As Dorinda Medley of Real Housewives in New York say, back that shit up. (laughs) I would like to back that shit up. Um, (laughs) I like your Dorinda voice. (laughs) That's how she talks. That is exact. That's fine. I don't know what's going on in her mouth. There's a lot of saliva. Um, have you ever felt a need to define, and this is a very, I think, common label, yourself as like an intellectual or not an intellectual or, Ugh. you know. Ugh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a no. common one I think I run into. No, it is. You know, yeah. I feel like I don't necessarily um, promote that, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, stuff around me necessarily like oh yeah you know because i've i've read some books i don't think i'm an ignoramus i don't necessarily feel like that's something that i've wanted to put forward i like to know what the fuck i'm talking about which obviously i as evident by this podcast i probably don't really know what the fuck i'm talking about half the time nobody does i think you have very very lucid (laughs) opinion i appreciate that but yeah i like to be informed on the things that i speak about and that's about it. I mean, yeah, I like to, I'm interested in the world and I'm interested in the thoughts of the people in the world and everything that goes along with that. Some well, yeah, some, some of them. them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, I mean, it's just like, I can't imagine much more pretentious than like labeling yourself an intellectual or like desiring that other people label you that. Like, I don't. I would. I feel like I would. Again, apparently, I'd be offended by any label of any kind. But uh, I would be like annoyed they if somebody was limiting. like, "This is my friend Charlie, drummer and intellectual." I'd be. I, I don't know. You know, I just. I just had like this annoying, like self-satisfying, like flash of like, oh, like maybe I would like that, <laughs> which yeah. is so sad. But I'm just being honest with myself. I'm like, oh god. I somehow was was like, ugh, I don't know. I think I maybe even works very hard against that um, term. Yeah. You know, to the point where, like, it's maybe beyond my um, actual feeling of how little I identify there. You right. know, it's like, I, I've always liked to read. I mean, I definitely like... Um, to try to expand my knowledge and, and understanding of things. And, you know, yeah. I'm, I have a curious mind. Right. But I think that I I downplay that in mixed company again. And that's where the boundaries come in. I, right. I don't want someone to feel that they can have expectations of what I'm interested in, what right. I know, what I don't know, what I care to know, what I want to talk about, what I maybe sometimes I would like to engage in things that are not you know, falling under this category. And I like to live there seamlessly. And if anything intellectual comes out, it should be a bonus and a surprise to you. Right. And, and that's a, a more comfortable place that I live. And 
It's not a self-deprecation thing. I think it's a weeding out thing on my part. Right. I think, again, it falls in that category of like, if you really care to get to know somebody, right. you'll get the nuances. But if you need this label, right. that kind of makes me pull back a little bit. I just feel yeah. like, is this going to be another one of those things that you get to like in high school? Yeah. Where it's like, this is what we are. This is what we do together. We're in this scene and this is what we listen to and this is what we wear and this is how we talk and this is how we walk around a bar. And I'm like, right. I've had that experience. It just took a very yeah. tight breath because I don't want to fall into that again where there are rules yeah. and there's things that make right. you breaking those rules and... Well, There's all kinds of ostracization that goes on with that. Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. I feel I feel like the world in which the word intellectual lives, in which like people would throw it around for their each other and their you know, and would call themselves intellectuals, is like a world that I have experienced and know that I do not feel at home in and do not want any part of it. feels like another bullshitty hipster term, right? Yeah. Like like hipster. Right, it right. sounds like maybe you use the word road scholar a lot. Right. That's not <laughs> one word, but you say road scholar right. a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I see you uh, maybe building a kind of pretentious library and maybe there's yeah. overly large words used for things that could be expressed with smaller words. I mean, right. that's what I picture. Yeah. I mean, I'm open to maybe somebody else's interpretation if they consider themselves an intellectual to what that means to them. Right. But I feel like I see a lot of pretentious images in my head immediately. Like, right. I think that I see... What is the name of uh, in Anchorman? Oh, yeah. Uh, what uh, Mahogany... Yeah, a, I see rich mahogany in the library and somebody pretentiously smoking a cigar in a in a yeah. in a salon, you know, yeah. talking oh, about yeah, the novels of Proust. I, it just yeah, it just sounds yeah. like a bunch of insecurity built into an identity and right. shoved yeah. out and into people. People use like use like yeah, name dropping of of you know classic authors and books mm -hmm. and quotes and plays and things like that as like just currency. pepper their language like, with Tolstoy and right they're <laughs> yeah. they're just exchanging like vapidity in what is right. disguised as like and is it any different than when you're in knowledge, your yeah. late teens or early 20s when if you just sort of name drop the right bands everyone right. gets that like exactly sparkly look in their eyes where it's like yeah it's just a different club I mean yeah but that yeah that's that's so interesting I mean yeah just like, yeah, it's just a different dialect, you know? It's mm -hmm. like those people are, they're trying to form their little club and, you know. Yeah, there's something that feels especially unnatural about that whole yeah. thing. Too. And like people. Because what's the, the opposite of that? Like you're just a freaking tailgating fool? Like I don't know. I don't yeah, understand. I don't like yeah. I feel like I, I don't know how to live in either polar. Right. If this is a definition worth having, it shouldn't be cartoonish, right? right? And I feel like if I considered myself an intellectual, so many of my interests wouldn't fall. Like, can I even go to the beach? Like, are you allowed? Do, do I have to wear <laughs> black? Like, I don't. I don't know. Oh God, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not interested. Yeah. Not interested in being going to that party. No, that sounds like. <laughs> Although it wouldn't be a party, right? It would have it would good be a wine, salon. though. The wine don't would you be feel like dope. They would, like bend over oh but maybe not maybe it would just be expensive well because true. of the level of pretension that it would definitely there. be expensive yeah it, it would be expensive whether or not it would be good would probably be 50 50 this is a wine chosen by a person who's more interested in their image than in 
actually being a sensual person and enjoying wine. So that is a person that would go into a wine store, drive the person nuts, acting like they knew already, but also yeah. sort of want a recommendation. Yes. And what they ended up with would be a result of this person kind of hating them that was selling their wine because they were so... I already know. Yes, yes. I love Chablis. Whatever. Right. And like, so they would just be like, fuck you and give them like the most expensive and not that great wine. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So we don't want to go to that party. We don't want to go to that party. I'm what not about interested the, in being the label of being chill or being not chill? <laughs> chill or not chill. That to one gets chill thrown around a lot. Or not to chill. That person's chill. I know. Um, yeah. Always a positive label, I suppose. Not for me. No. No, I think people think I'm chill and sometimes it's oppressive. I'm yeah. not, you know, I'm not chill. <laughs> okay. Well, I can definitely talk about the, um, the politics of being chill in a band. Oh my gosh, please. This, that's like dense because it's like, yeah, like, okay. And, uh, uh this is, it Kafifi gets to thoughts? be super kafifi for me because, okay, I'm always, all right. So Yeah. You want to be, of course you want to be chill because the hang is important. It's just like... Gotta be chill for the hang. I mean, yeah, like music is this thing that is weirdly kind of a job, but is supposed to not ever feel at all like a job. So it's like, yeah, you got to be chill. Yeah, kind of like a podcast where it's supposed to be like conversation, (laughs) but if it gets too much of a conversation, it's fucking unlistenable. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, and I mean, and it, it, it extends into the music. I mean, if you're not like able to like relax and be part be in the moment then you're fucked but if you're not able to like sometimes harsh the mellow with like talks about who's booking shows and who's promoting shows and who's doing anything on the back end to like and who's totally fucking up right i mean and this yeah exactly who's just yeah just not doing their job like playing music i mean yeah it's too it high gets to tricky play. and it's but it's like that goes into a question of like yeah do you want to be a band that is a business and is like trying to make money or do you just are you just doing this for fun and that gets to be really problematic because especially people are, if you don't feel either way because you're either right. like a real dude right, right or like chill dude like right. that no that guy's like he's like a real dude like right. he's like you know really doing it in the music industry or like that guy is just a chill right guy yeah. A guy who just jams. This guy's just, he's so just, chill. He's just you know? chill. You could be too chill, and if you're too chill, then you're not doing anything. But if you're, like, totally fucking high strung, and, yeah, like, that's, like, the ultimate problem would be, like, a fucking lawyer playing, you know, playing guitar in your band who's, like, doesn't know how to relax for a moment. And a lawyer like, and is an offensive and completely insulting label. <laughs> I can't believe you would talk about the law community. Um, yeah, I, I definitely have had the feeling of, I think most of the time socially, I'm, I'm able to just kind of keep it light and, you know, joke around and whatever. But like, I also am psycho. <laughs> like, I, I don't feel that way all the time. Right. Um, I think what I present socially can be very different from like what's going on inside, but I'm also a pick my moments person. And if I'm in that sort of less chill mood, I'm not likely to make social plans, but I've always found it really interesting how many people think of me as being a chill person when I know that to be completely false. And I'm very anxious a lot of the time, right? Most of the time. Right. I think my response to being anxious is to like, 
try to calm myself down and slow right. down my speech and not freak out. Right. Fair enough. I mean, but again, yeah. Well, so again, this is just another fence that you're put in another label where it's like, like, I guess we could agree then that things that are other than like, maybe like visually self-evident labels, such as like, my skin is dark. I am black, right? Your skin. Stop saying your that. Skin it's is like dark. hilarious. I'm, like it's, it's, for anyone who hasn't met Charlie personally, like he looks like Aryan. Sorry, and he I'm keeps saying, saying these like, words. As like, my if skin you is were dark. saying it. Yeah. Sorry, that's that's yeah. Maybe you can just say evident. what you are. Your skin. Yeah, my skin is white. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm... My skin is brown. <laughs> Nina. My skin is white. Okay, right. Any labels other than that? Like, or anything, okay, what was I saying? Any label can be oppressive in that it's like, it's oppressive to be like thought of as a person who is just chill and is just relaxed because then what? You're not allowed to ever have a moment where you freak out. You're not. Which is why I feel like I've fallen into this like category of opposites. All the things I sort of identified to some extent or just noticed as patterns in myself, I have sort of forcibly rejected Hmm. To facilitate me not being annoyed by everyone's like false perceptions and right. like categories. It's like I considered myself to be pretty easygoing around people to some extent, if a little bit shy at times, you know. But I, I definitely, I don't come into a situation and, and try to like uh, aggressively control or alpha that shit. Like that's not really what I am or what I want to do. But I, I feel like. I sort of work against type, you know, a little right. bit just because I'm like, oh, this person's just going to like think this and then they're always going to expect this. And it's right. just that's not what they're always going to get. And so I think I give them the worst right. possible scenario. So like everything is just a bonus after right. that point, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I don't think I really like made the observation of how many areas that lives until this conversation, but it really, really it really does. Like I have problems with wanting to control my environment a lot, you yeah. know, um, internally. And mm-hmm. I think externally that doesn't really show much, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think I've noticed that that's kind of oscillated. Like right. at first I felt like I'm pretty easygoing people. Then they think I'm too easygoing. And then, you know, they let the high strung person come out. That's like, no, 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 don't fuck with me. Like, yeah, I don't just go with the flow and I don't like the flow. And then I've kind right. of gone back to just being like, I'm not going to like facilitate and make the plan for everybody and make it fun for everybody. Like you figure it out on your own kind right. of thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Everything is a bit of a reaction, which is maybe not my favorite. I would, <laughs> I would like to kind of be acting yes, with intention has. more than just reacting to how many people are making me feel. Yeah. Well, I feel the opposite way where like I'm like self-contained and in a crazy thought bubble. So like I'm not even thinking I off. I mean, I guess, you know, that I, yeah, sometimes I will think about it think hard about how I'm making up well I guess yeah it's like coming from inside I'm always thinking about how I'm making other people feel so it's similarly yeah. like I'm thinking about things obviously we're always thinking about things socially but like but I feel like it all just comes from inside and I'm like oh I'm I need to 
well back to like being in a band i need to be more intent about what i'm doing mm-hmm. i need to we need i need to make sure this band is going somewhere i need to whatever or just like oh everything's becoming business i need to make sure we just play a groove like we need to just jam and not practice songs anymore you know it's like yeah 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 whether it's chill or not chill i feel inside i'm having this like dialogue with inner myself about right dialogue. inner conflict about like uh, i don't know that it feels like an inner conflict I mean, I do think it's like reacting to people sort of um, making me feel uh, like boxed in, oppressed or sort of uh, controlled in some way. But like, I do feel like I am sort of self-affirming, maybe because I've had to be, you know. Yeah. Um, So I think I get a little uncomfortable around other people's estimations of myself and Mm. I'm very connected with not wanting to care. Yeah. Um, and so I get a little irritable when somebody even gives me maybe a posititive right. overview right. where I'm just like, yeah, I don't really care that you feel positively oh, about yeah. it. Like I've I have a little bit of that area. I remember one time in college, like, and like I thought, and like, here's like great label example, but I, I kind of thought I wanted to be a jazz musician, but I didn't know. And I liked, still liked rock bands and I still liked songs and all kinds of shit and i remember one time this dude who i thought was a pretty good jazz bass player was like oh this is charlie's a badass rock drummer and i'm like what and i'm like fuck you man i'm like oh okay so like it's like only call this guy if you're gonna play fucking acdc or something you it's didn't like, like that he threw rock in there I'm like, he could have just you? said yeah, drummer just said a badass drummer right i'm like yeah thanks a lot dude like and he know? probably meant it as such a compliment probably yeah i have no idea but, i've yeah. definitely wanted to like choke out some people like for their compliments that I think were very, I think completely ob- objectively well-intentioned. Right. Just oh, because yeah. Oh, yeah. there is some level of, yeah, my, my, um, growing into myself and becoming very like self-affirming. I, I get a little just like uncomfortable in my skin when, when somebody else's, uh, opinion is supposed to resonate to yeah. some extent, you know? Yeah. Um, I think we could work on that. Yeah. What about like relationship labels? Hmm. Has that ever been something that's like very important to you? Like, I mean, and not just in like our kind of relationship, which is like, you know. In other people. <laughs> yeah. Well, just or like friendships or like, um, were you ever, this is my best friend or, oh, you, yeah. God, you know. That was way, way back in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was an, always an interesting one as a kid, right? It was. How do you, I mean, it's like when you're Not a for little, me. little kid. We really? <laughs> usually had one, so oh, that was okay. my best one. I no, when like I was a little kid, I was a very one best friend and we lived yeah, in a magical too, world where we like, just like were in love with each other just talk to only each other and we like completely just played with plants and it was it was all very here's a label like autistic like you know yeah it was just like that that's true i guess i when i was a little kid i had that yeah i guess once once you get older then you're like no yeah transitioning out of that was strange right well well, yeah it was strange and abrupt i think because i felt like my friends say the best friend was maybe the more social one always you know but then when i i sort of flipped like a switch i just started to want to be a little bit more naughty like and you know see what what the bad stuff was that people were doing and i think that was an abrupt 
polarizing yeah. of this person where they may have been completely willing to like segue into being social. Yeah. They weren't necessarily segueing into like wanting to stay after school and, yeah. you know, hang around the bleachers and see what people <laughs> were getting up to. Like, but I was, yeah, I, had the same I was thing. on that kick. So. I had the same thing. I started, I entered the, the dark world of skateboarding and that was, oh. you know, never been the, the same since. With the wrong crowd. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, and then in romantic relationships, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, I've just always accepted it as part of monogamy. It's like, you know, you, you're you in a relationship and you have a girlfriend. I mean, you remember how our <laughs> oh my God. label was started or was like first announced by... To some, us? <laughs> to us by a guy. You, you the, should tell yeah, this story. Was, oh, yeah, this guy who was... Or on the bus to Philly. On the bus to Philly, and we'd been dating, what, like three weeks or something like that? No, More? longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dating a while, I guess we'd never said boyfriend, girlfriend. Not three weeks. It was months. Was it? It wow. was months. I guess so. Um, yeah, and this guy was like, turned around, hey, how you doing? And we're like, good. And he's like, I'm going to Philly. And we're like, yeah, we're going to Philly too. <laughs> this is the bus to Philly. And he was just, you know, he was a little Here's little a label for facility. <laughs> he was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so periodically, like 20 minutes would go by and then, whew, hi. He'd turn around again. and Just like, say more things. He's like, my mom things. lives in Philly. Like, it was just like yeah. just yelling things. <laughs> and he was like listening to Walkman at the Not same time. Not And just to be clear, Walkman... We've only been dating for six years. He was listening to a Walkman. Yeah, exactly. Put right. two and two together. And then he's like, is that your girlfriend? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. We <laughs> just sort of looked at each other. We're like, yeah, so that's, I, I, sure. That's one way labels are born into the world. But I mean, that one was born because it didn't matter, right? No, exactly. Yeah. We're together. Yeah. 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 Like we sort of knew what we were doing anyway, but. You hear this b- being batted around a lot, like, I don't, we don't like labels, right? People right, say that right. in relationships, like, we don't like to put a label on our relationship, or like, right. I don't like to put a label on my sexuality, and like, what, what's, what's, what's the haps there? What's the yams? What do you think is going on? Do you think it's that people are, no, what do you think it is, rather than me inform your answer? I don't know. I mean, I think it's like, a, it's an attempt at like, deviating from the cultural norm of monogamy you know and it's like a pretty uphill battle i think for (laughs) for people to do because you think there's an area though or i should say i think there's an area though where it is people who are insecure about reciprocation at times oh definitely that's yeah good point that's a great point absolutely yeah, and we we have Facebook to thank for making it really extra official in the in the world in which we live. Right, and I think within um, the sort of non mainstream, say, sexuality, or just not let's say not not straight, not cis sort of right. sexuality, uh, there is strong feelings of wanting to define. I think with people who are solid in what they like, what they're doing, right. Even if it's like a five-word acronym or whatever, they want it for the most part. And I feel like maybe people who are sort of dabbling and getting drunk and making out with a girl here, they're like, I don't like to define myself. Like, I feel like bitches like Miley Cyrus say that shit. Everybody else is like, I want my... I want my word so people can respect it as a thing and not treat it as a joke or mm, yeah. or uh, erase it in some way. But yeah. I feel like, yeah, fucking Miley Cyrus doesn't care because she's not fucking gay. Right. Like, 
She's not anything. She's some silly fucking woman who just makes out with girls sometimes for attention. Like, yeah. I, I feel like that's an area where I'm like, I think when there's bullshittiness, people don't like labels hard in relationships. That's true. That is true. We wouldn't have cared what you called us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't care. If you don't think we're boyfriend girl, fine. If you yeah. think we're boyfriend girl, fine. Because I yeah. felt solid about what was going on. Right. Like, right. I felt like whatever it is, it's chill. Like, yeah. It's you know? happening. Yeah. And yeah. it's agreed upon. And yeah. 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 I know. I don't need to fucking tell you you can't go bang some chick. Like, right. I know that. I don't think that you need to call me your girlfriend for it to be clearly apparent that I would not be down with that. Right. You know, but if it was kind of this area where I was like trying to play a cool girl and like, you know, just be chill with it and be fluid and just be oh so modern, yeah. then maybe I would need that label to be like, yo. Yeah. You know? Right. But totally. I, I don't know. I think there was a level of just like intuitive inner ear type of honesty where. It, Right. Did it matter? Yeah. You know? Right. It didn't matter. We could tell what each other was after. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. And that's why we're better than everyone else. Label. Yeah. Uh, Boy. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is about how we're better than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm ready to segue into another very important and hard hitting topic. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. Black China and Rob <laughs> Kardashian have been in the news lately because. I don't even know how to explain this to you, and I, but I would love for to explain it to you because okay, you don't good. care I or don't know. know. Okay, yeah. so I don't know the situation. Rob Kardashian and Black China have been together for a while, off and on. They had a child, which is a terrible idea. Um, there was sort of uh, some kind of dialogue about the fact that she just did this to get at the Kardashians because Kylie Jenner dated her baby daddy. And so maybe it was just kind of a really like long scam, well, elaborate an troll, extremely elaborate troll, but reinforced by her getting children. caught on text messages saying, "I just want to become a Kardashian so I can use their brand." Like, I mean, uh, there's some serious shit going on. That's but according to her, they've been not together for a while, and I tend to believe her. There's just something about Rob that I just feel like he wouldn't get a hint if someone's just fucking done with you. Hmm. But um. So this week or this past week, the week before this, um, he kind of went on an insane Instagram tirade just posting pictures of her with guys and that she had sent him. I don't know why. I mean, wow. I think maybe to tell him to leave her alone, frankly, right. because she didn't want to be with him anymore. Um, and some people are calling it like revenge porn because there was one with her just kissing a guy and whatever it is like. But yeah, he just went insane to the point where like I think Instagram intervened and made him take photos down and um <gasps> Yeah, Jesus. he was just like, she fucks everyone, accused her of like having a threesome with T.I. and Tiny. I mean, it just, there was a lot going on. How are you Let's just say my Daily Mail was Tiny. like, that's a girl. girl Tiny was Tiny. from Escape, you know? <laughs> okay, right, right, right. Sure. Yeah, Escape. and T.I. is the autotune guy. I remember T.I. One yeah. of them. We've, yeah, been down that yeah. road. But he was like before, like future, like way back. He was like a pioneer was, of like just autotune. He was like the original, like everyone really started recognizes, recognizing the sound of autotune. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Do you think they autotuned their threesome and sent it to Rob Kardashian? We can only hope. We can only hope. Why can't we have? Well, actually, I don't want to hear that shit ever. I don't want to <laughs> see it because like everyone involved is like disgusting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, do you think it was revenge porn? I don't know. I haven't seen any of it. I mean, it was a photo of a woman kissing a man. Oh, that's not fucking porn. Jesus Christ. Calm down, people. It's revenge something. It's revenge something. But yeah, I mean, I think it does. Cro it crosses a line, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it crosses a line in terms of um, 
offense, maybe just of good taste. Oh, well, fuck, there's nothing about it. Right, we're talk- I just said the word is- black China in the same <laughs> sentence. <is laughs> nothing like about that taste. situation that involves good taste. I mean, that is fucking foobar. It's a hot mess. What does he hope to accomplish, I wonder? Because I feel like his his end goal is he would like to be with this Revenge. woman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think he's a whiny baby. I no, think he would like to be this yeah. woman. He's trying to shame her. Yeah. You know, so I think the intent is important. And so maybe right. that's where, like, I mean, I don't know about calling it porn, but it's revenge something. Yeah. And it's gross. And No, I, it's, it's totally gross. Yeah. The end, No, Rob is fucked He's up. getting arrested. I'm the problematic police. And, yeah. Yeah. We're putting him in, in custody. Yeah. You know, I at mean, least overnight. We'll put him in the drunk tank and, and see what happens. It just sounds like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, from... On the one hand, yeah, it's totally fucked up, and he's acting reaction. He's acting purely out of like, yeah, aggression and reaction, and yeah, maybe he wants to be with her. I mean, obviously he wants to be with her, but that dude is like totally fucked up, and it sounds like she put him through the ringer too. And I mean, I don't know. They put each other I think through they the ringer. They were gross together. That's what I mean. Yeah, they I don't fucking... want to like have this like thing where it's like, oh, this woman just. He was already a reclusive. Sock company owning, yeah, four hundred pound man before she started dating him. Right, is like why eating quesadillas and playing video games. Right, like he's other than him being a Kardashian. Like, what is her attraction to him? Like, that's we don't know him. Yeah, but he was a mess, right? But I mean, we don't know. She's I, cool. It's a label. No, but maybe she, they like yeah, belong I together. Yeah, I don't know. Saying. Like, I, I can't know. speculate. They're both on that. so fucked up. It seems that it's such a yeah. I don't. Yeah, definitely. She didn't fuck him up. No, he was no, deep into just bed quesadillas but that's in what Chloe's I'm house like, with why? no job. But the, you have before. to question the motives of a person who is like, Truth. is like. Going after this person for a romantic relationship and like yeah that's true and then like, it's like when we watched that Brian Wilson I know, I know. documentary this is like the what you can't not documentary it was a so, movie yeah right right and, and we're like, just kind of like mm, I mean I kind of love that this woman sort of turned his life around yeah. and got him out of the terrible situation he was in but at the same time like you met this guy and you're like let's do this yeah, that's yeah. a little suspect you're all there yeah that right. my dad training there would be like eh, something's a little something's a little off yeah anyway I think you're we parading should... Brian around yeah. yeah yeah it's all that's just that's just, that situation is real fucked up yeah let's get the fuck out of here huh let's get the fuck out of that all yeah. right Charlie all right. Let I, me explain to you well, what to get no, the fuck out No, you know that I have is. a good one. You We've, do? We, in pre-pro, that's No one is biz. required to resolve this with your better nature right. and your your hopes for the future to turn it into a better situation. Pump this is up. just Pump a rant. Up. All right. It's a rant. Put your best Mickey Rooney fucking <laughs> hat on and go for it. All right. Mickey Rooney hat is fucking on. I've got a good one this week. All right. And this is maybe some heat. Oops, sorry, I'm already back. Oh my so god, he's already gonna be like, maybe it's understandable right, that I fuck this shit. I got a new job, new bullshit job. It's one working fucking early mornings, which is not my fucking thing. So that's first of all, get the fuck out of here. Why is anybody work at 9 a.m.? But that's that's another one. That's a side <laughs> note. So anyway, I work at 9 a.m. I work hard. I fucking yeah. I get up early after playing shows late, and I go in and I do a good job. And you know what I need? I need fucking coffee. But turns out I overheard the owner talking to a manager about how he doesn't like 
how we have coffee behind the bar and how it looks unprofessional that we have coffee. And I'm not talking even like a Dunkin' Donuts styrofoam <laughs> or anything. I'm talking like a fucking mug from the restaurant full of coffee. And if I can't have fucking coffee at my In job. In the morning. Get the fuck out of here. No, they need you to. You fucking think I'm going to fucking work this bullshit job for barely over minimum wage to fucking like serve your fucking bullshit and memorize a thousand fucking cocktails you got two choices you French motherfucker he's drinking (laughs) or he's drinking coffee yeah exactly look you got two doors blue pill red pill I get to fucking drink coffee or you find a new fucking bartender get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here that is bullshit that is absolute unequivocal you should come in with the most enormous Dunkin' Donuts barrel of fucking coffee. If the there's a 4th of July edition, ounce. this oh, would yeah, really help dude. my life, especially because where he works is called Chez Moi. <laughs> Chez Toi, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. My get the fuck out moment is being asked by cab drivers or livery car drivers, not Lyft, they're good because they have their whole map thing, how to get to my house as they're staring at enormous GPS. What the fuck is this? What's the point of the fucking It's GPS? right there. You type the name in. I'll type it in for you. Takes Actually, I've been seconds. asked to do that. Takes two seconds. I'm a person who used to get lost everywhere I went until this magical smartphone gave me this GPS. I used to be the person who I like to be punctual, but I was coming into places late, sweaty, and frustrated because I just, you know, ran around the West Village trying to find Little West and 8th Street or whatever the hell strange names they have that have the word little in front of them. I don't do that anymore. You know why? Because I have fucking GPS. When you used to ask me in freaking 2003 how to get to my house, I was like, I guess I have to know. Even with my bad sense of direction, I memorized because I don't know how to say north, south, whatever, like don't know the names of bridges. I memorized it because that was on me. Oh. There is no reason for you to ask me this. And I'm sick of it. And I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I just, well, I mean, I guess I could tell you how to get. To- why am I doing this? What do you have this enormous thing in front of you for? Like, why? Especially in a yellow cab. I really feel like they're just trying to like make me feel like I'm going so far because I live in depth in Ditmas or right. slash Kensington, wherever the hell I live. It's a far recess of South Brooklyn that is not close to anything young, hip or central anywhere that I would be not that far. taking a cab from far enough for them to fucking bitch about it. And I just feel like it is some passive aggressive way of being like, well, where the fuck is that? I feel like that they may as well just say that to me because you can find this. You're just sort of telling me that's not a real place. Like, so you need to know how to Splunk in caves to get there, bitch. Like, get the fuck out of here. Not doing it anymore. No way. I'm just straight up not doing it anymore. Like, you're going to have to call the cops and kick me out of your car while I wait for you to pull it up on GPS because this is ridiculous. And we're not playing this game anymore. I would be like, dude, why don't you just get in the back? I'll drive. <laughs> that could be a problem without a driver's license and any. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, do that. I actually cannot do that. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. All right, we're done. All right. We're done. Music. Music.